My name is Padraig Otuma, and I remember as a teenager writing love poems. They were absolute fantasies. There was no particular lover to write to, but I wrote them in a certain kind of code, sometimes using kind of overly heavy metaphors and other times literally creating a code, some obscure language that I subsequently forgot how to interpret. Maybe everybody feels a little bit alone when they're writing a love poem. I think for me, being gay, I very definitely felt that a love poem like that wasn't just revealing what I thought about the fantasized lover, but also it was revealing something about myself. So I, I needed the code, I needed the hiding, not only to hide the fact that I was making everything up, but that there was something I wasn't making up. Asleep, You Become a Continent by Francisco X. Alarcón Translated by Francisco Aragón Asleep, you become a continent Undiscovered, mysterious, long Your legs, mountain ranges Encircling valleys, ravines Night slips past your eyelids your breath, the swaying of the sea, sprawled across the bed like a dolphin washed ashore. Your mouth is the mouth of a sated volcano. Oh, fragrant timber, how do you burn? You are so near and yet so far as you doze like a lily at my side. I undo myself and invoke the moon. I'm a dog watching over your sleep. So this poem by Francisco X. Alarcón, translated by Francisco Aragón, is an erotic love poem between two men. One is looking at the other and is using so many metaphors and some similes as well, describing what it's like to watch the sleeping lover and looking at himself then also perhaps and looking at the space between them in this erotic gaze, in this gaze of love, in this gaze that's filled with longing and yearning. The original book in which this was published by Alarcón is um, De Amor Oscuro, Of Dark Love, which is a bilingual um, short book of sonnets. And the title of it, Of Dark Love, is a reference to Lorca, a Spanish poet. So this is a poem about a poem about a poem about a poem because the sonnet tradition in Spanish is so rich from Neruda to Lorca and through so many others. The sonnet form itself has often been used to hold love poetry, erotic poetry, poetry of a deep, abiding, romantic, loving, sexual gaze. Often a sonnet has a turn in it, and that might be a turn from looking at the lover to looking back at yourself. But in a certain sense, homoerotic sonnets 
are fully a turn anyway, because they're seeking to be a turn within the tradition of sonnet by naming itself publicly. Of course, there have been queer sonnets throughout the history of the world. There's nothing new about that, but there is an increasing awareness, I suppose, of the the place within which to say this publicly and to say this knowing that the entire text is always going to be looked at through the lens of being a homoerotic sonnet. Any poem, especially a short poem like this with so few words, any poem is going to be about what's being said as well as the technique of what's being employed for the poem to communicate itself as well as then something else, some feeling. And I think that the feeling, the last part there is one of the main things that strikes me in this poem. I feel this poem, the music of it. It's one long sentence, it's got commas and M dashes, but it's got no periods even at the end. So there's a certain kind of breathlessness to it. And the lack of periods, as well as the lack of capital letter at the beginning, all of that kind of implies there's something that came before and there's something that comes after. This is a brief moment in between, a brief gaze perhaps while one is asleep and the other is awake. There's sibilance. Thinking particularly of the second stanza, night slips past your eyelids, your breath, the swaying of the sea sprawled across the bed like a dolphin washed ashore. So there's so many of those particular siblings at the beginning, swaying sea sprawled across. And then the last two S's are that different register of S, washed ashore. So we hear the C in that, the S and the SH. So we're hearing the in, the out. Maybe we're hearing somebody breathing as well. So this is a sonic experience of a poem, as well as something that's communicating itself. Sometimes, and I think especially the first couple of stanzas of this poem can really lend themselves to it, it can be helpful to go through and to just ask yourself a question about each single line. So, if asleep you become incontinent is the first line. What's the lover when he's awake? And to ask the question about undiscovered, is there any such thing? And then mysterious and unknown and long as well. You know, that's a reference perhaps to the body. It might be a sensual, sexual reference. But what else could it be a reference to? And night slips past your eyelids, is in the second stanza. How? And is it going in or out? Where is the night? Your breath, the swaying of the sea. Somebody who's in a boat, arriving at something unknown. Sprawled across the bed like a dolphin washed ashore. Why a dolphin washed ashore? What's happening to the dolphin? Is it alive? Is it dead? Is someone exhausted? Is someone out of their own natural environment? The technique of metaphor is used throughout the poem. You become a continent, your legs, mountain ranges, your breath, the swaying of the sea. And when you look at all the verbs in the poem, you become sprawled across the bed. How do you burn so near, so far? You doze, I undo, I'm a dog, watching over. 
those declarations have the quality of saying, this is true, this is true, this is true. We know nothing about them. You know, is this fiction? Is this a short-term encounter? Was this something that lasted for decades? I have no idea. But the poetic technique points also on a deeper level to the affirmation of the truth of the encounter between these two. Francisco X. Alarcón, the poet who wrote the original, was born in Los Angeles, a Chicano poet and critic and editor as well. He grew up in Guadalajara in Mexico. And the translator of this poem into English is Francisco Aragón. He's a gay poet of Nicaraguan origin. In the book of poems in which this translation appears, the book is called Glow of Our Sweat. In this book, Unusually, he has an afterword. You don't find that too often in books of poetry. And he quotes a term by Irving Goffman about covering. And he says that um, so many people, so many queer people have learned to cover themselves, to fit in, to, to be glad if they so-called pass. And this poem and the inclusion of this poem by Francisco Aragon is very definitely an uncovering because you get the impression that these lovers are exposed to each other, exposed to the room and through the vehicle of the poem, exposed to all of us with love, with all the complexity that might or might not be present, but with no shame either. They're just in their skin, the skin of each other, the gaze of the waking one watching the sleeping one, the sweat perhaps from the title of the book where the translation is contained. This is an invitation into the nature of being in skin, experiencing the sensuality of this and thinking through everything that that might contain. Asleep, You Become a Continent by Francisco X. Alarcón Translated by Francisco Aragón Asleep, you become a continent Undiscovered, mysterious, long Your legs mountain ranges Encircling valleys, ravines Night slips past your eyelids Your breath the swaying of the sea sprawled across the bed like a dolphin washed ashore. Your mouth is the mouth of a sated volcano. Oh, fragrant timber, how do you burn? You are so near and yet so far as you doze like a lily at my side. I undo myself and invoke the moon. I'm a dog watching over your sleep.
A Sleep You Become a Continent comes from Francisco Aragon's book, Glow of Our Sweat. Thank you to Francisco and Scapegoat Press, who gave us permission to use the poem. Read it on our website at onbeing.org. Poetry Unbound is... Gautam Shrikishan, Eddie Gonzalez, Lillian Vo, Lucas Johnson, Amy Chatelaine, Kayla Edwards, Anissa Hale, and me, Chris Hegel. Our music is composed and provided by Gautam Shrikishan and Blue Dot Sessions. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios, which is located on Dakota land. Open your world to poetry with us by subscribing to our Substack newsletter. You may also enjoy Padraig's book, Poetry Unbound, 50 Poems to Open Your World. For links and to find out more, visit poetryunbound.org. This podcast is produced by On Being Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota.